All right, so episode one of the podcast, here goes nothing. Uh, one of the things I, I want to talk about today is is really kind of filed under self-help, if you will. It's not going to be so much about my car. I can save that for another episode. But I feel like the, the premiere episode, you know, the debut episode of the podcast should be the most important one, at least to me. So presumably, you're probably on your way to work if you're listening to this on Spotify or YouTube, wherever. Um, but the fact is you're listening to it. And that means that your brain is in a, in a place where it can receive information. So you're not you're probably not doing anything that's, you know, remotely important. Like you're probably not at a wedding, you know, up on the altar listening to me talk. So, you know, while you are in a, in a space to really think about things, I, I want you to think about like your job and what you're doing there and if you're happy. And could you see yourself doing that in 25 years? And for most of you, I'm sure the answer is probably no, because I know a lot of my followers are, are young, um, like me. And part of the, the trap that we get into is we think we have unlimited time. So I have a, a couple of numbers in my head, and I'm not terribly great at math off the cuff, so you'll have to bear with me. So let's say you have 700,000 hours, right? If you live to be 80 years old, that's the amount of, of hours you'll have to be alive. Now take that number and basically cut it in half because you're going to spend 8 to 10 hours sleeping and you're going to be doing other things that aren't uh, especially productive but are necessary. Like if you shower, if you eat, um, and, and that's not even a question of if. Those are things you have to do that aren't, again, particularly productive, but they're necessary. So that's time that you can't really spend doing anything that important. Sure, you, you could do some things, but uh, chances are it's probably not going to be life-changing. So now that we've established you, you can effectively cut that time in half, you went from having 700,000 hours to live to now only having 350,000, right? And I feel like you can, you can add to that, that new number or you can subtract from it. So that's one of the, the freedoms we have as a human being. You can decide if you want to add to that time or if you want to subtract from it. Meaning if you, like me, I, I only spend six hours uh, sleeping. My body wakes up after six hours and I just cannot, it refuses to go back to sleep. So if you're a person that sleeps 10 hours and lays in bed for another two, maybe you could think about not being so fucking lazy and get out of bed after maybe eight hours, you know, see how you feel. That should be plenty of sleep. So now you're adding four hours to each day. So if you do the math in a week, that's 28 hours that you've gained, that you're not unconscious laying in bed. And that's, you know, it's just a small change, but it can make such a big impact. Same thing while you're at work. You know, you're at work for eight to 10 hours a day sometimes 12. I, I work 12-hour shifts on the weekends. So, you know, what are you doing to get out? And me personally, I started a business and sometimes it does well, sometimes it doesn't. It's just how it works. And again, you could put in all the effort you want, but if you're not good at what you do, the results probably won't come. So you have to have both, right? So you have to be a master of your craft and you have to put in the work. Now, with that being said, when I'm at work, I'm not thinking about the company or, you know, I, I'm i only thinking about a few things in, in, in relation to the company, like the CEO, how much money he's making, how much he's paying me out of that, and uh, 
you know, the fact that he's buying yachts and probably lives in a castle. Meanwhile, you know, I'm just an, an ordinary guy living in a, in a small town. So does that make my advice any less relevant? Well, not really, because if a scientist tells you the sky is blue and I tell you it's blue, it means the same fucking thing. The sky is still blue. It's a fact. So I don't think the advice is any less relevant because I haven't made it yet. But the point that I want to make out of that is when you're at work, look at the guy on top. He did what he had to do to get out of where he was, and now he's standing above you with more money in his pockets than you'll probably ever see. And I say probably because you have the power to change that. Now, I'm not against capitalism. He made all that money. He put in the work. Great for him. But why can't you have that? Right? And that's part of my problem with American culture is that you're all, we're all the same. We're all in, in this together. Well, not really. I'm not the same as, as you. I'm not the same as the guy outside on the sidewalk shooting up. I'm not the same as, you know, people who throw garbage on the ground. I am better than those people, and maybe you may not see it that way, but I see it that way in my mind, and that keeps me motivated to do better than what everyone else is doing. And if I didn't do that, I would just be a waste. Look at some of the greatest sports figures of all time, you know, Joe Montana, Ayrton Senna, Lewis Hamilton. You think any of these guys said, well, we're all the same? No, they said, I want to be the best. I want to be better than everyone else, and I'm going to work my ass off to get there. Ayrton Senna is a legend. Lewis Hamilton, whether you like him or not, he's a legend. Why? Because they wanted to be better than everyone else. They didn't just say, well, we're the same. We're all driving cars here, so we're all, we're all in this together. No, you're not. You're just on the same track. But you shouldn't be okay with coming in last place. You should hate yourself for that, and you should never want to feel that again and do everything within your power to get to the top. So I, I really think you shouldn't buy into this whole we're all the same um, because I, I try to do as much as I can to make sure that I'm not the same as everybody else. And you may think I'm a douchebag for it, but those are usually the, the, the people that everyone gravitates towards because they have the most confidence because they're, they're sure of what they're doing. I mean, even, even the little things like cruising through a parking lot and watching people break necks to watch my, my Honda drive by, you know, that's... To me, that's an accomplishment because if I was just driving an, a, a normal car, nobody would even bat an eyelid. But I've done what I thought I had to do to get people to, to look and to pay attention to me and to what I'm doing. Whenever I show people my business page, they're like, hey, man, you do amazing work. I know that. And I'm not going to be like, oh, thanks, man. That's so nice of you. Well, what the fuck? He's just pointing out the hard work that I did, and I'm acknowledging my hard work. It's confidence. And you may call it arrogance, but I don't really care. You know, and you should have the same mentality, I think. And you shouldn't just settle on doing mediocre things. I mean, imagine if you spent, you know, four months straight of just building a car. And you pull up to a car meet and everybody's like, eh, that car's a piece of shit. You'd be pretty offended. You'd be pissed. Because you spent all that time and you didn't get any acknowledgement for it. But when you get acknowledgement for it, you're like, oh, wow, thanks. You know, you, you shouldn't say thanks. You should say something like, yeah, I know. Because you put in that work and that guy may not like you for it, but that's fine. Now, whether you agree with that or not is, is up to you. But the point that I'm trying to make is that you shouldn't just settle on what everyone else is doing. Because again, without 
any competition, we become stale. Could you imagine if all the phone companies just made the same phones? Like there was no competition? Think about how boring phones would be. We wouldn't have things like fingerprint sensors and, you know, uh, bokeh or motion blur, or any of that stuff with, um, you know, some of the recording features. These are things that phone manufacturers have to come up with to beat the other guys. So if there was no competition, there'd be no innovation. Now, when you're at work, you know, in, in your head, you should say, okay, what can I do to get out of here? What, what can I do better than someone else is already doing? And I know people say, like, don't compare yourself to other people, but, you know, you have to start somewhere. You need a benchmark. You have to have an, a goal. Okay, I want to be better than this guy. I want to make something better than this. You can't just say, like, oh, I want to make bread. <laughs> like, okay, you can make bread, but eventually somebody's going to compare you to someone else and say it's not as good as this. And now you have a goal. Now you have someone to beat because now you have competition. Whether you whether you, you think you have it or not, you're in direct competition with the other bread maker. So whether you want it or not, it's always going to be there if you hop into the space. And, you know, I talk to a lot of guys, and I have talked to a lot of people throughout my whole you know, working life. And I've worked a lot of jobs and I see a, like a recurring theme among so many people is just like, well, you know, fucking job sucks, man. I'm going to go work someplace else. Who's to say that someplace else isn't, you know, just as bad. You know, you could, you could spend 25 years at a company and not even think about the possibility of being on your own. So again, you know, you can't just, hop from one company to the next you have to find a way out you have to find a way to be on your own if you want to build cars be good at it now I can tell you when I started I didn't have anybody to compare myself to right like I'm just like oh yeah man I'm selling throttle bodies people are actually buying my shit and then after a couple months you know I start seeing advertisements for other manufacturers and then that part of my brain automatically turns on and says wait a minute they're doing this better than me. Well, fuck that. I'm going to do better than that. And then I started getting advertisements for Spoon and, and Skunk 2 and, you know, all the big guys. And at that point, you know, I told myself, I'm just going to do as much as I can to be better than them. Now, whether you think it's better or not is up to you. But in my mind, I'm doing what I can to be better than, you know, the biggest guys in the market. And it's not a knock against them. It's just that I'm not going to settle. And that's that's the message here. Just don't settle. Just don't go to work and say, well, job sucks, but I only got to do it for 50 more years and then I can retire. 50 years. Your entire adult life gone. You might go on a couple of vacations. You know, you might buy a couple of nice things, but that pales in, com in comparison to what you could have if you really went after the things that you wanted. So I think that that just about kind of wraps up this podcast. Um, I, I just wanted to get that message out there. I said I was going to stop about 10, 15 minutes, and I'm going gonna, gonna to make good on that. So I'm not going to ramble. Um, I'm just going to end it here. And if you, if, you know, if you guys did like it, just let me know. If you didn't, oh, I, don't, I don't really care. I'm going to improve on myself. So with that being said, I'm going to get off, and uh, I'll see you guys in the next one.